When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call it eight 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 money pit. Money pit is presented by Wagner Sprayers, Owens Corning, the Angie app. Tracks decking and powered by Kohler.com. Now here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Here to help you take on the projects you want to get done around your house. So happy September, everybody. Yes, it is the last month of summer. You get like two or three weeks in September, and then it's officially all over. So enjoy it. In our part of the country, this is what we call the local summer, because after Labor Day, um, all the people from out of state go back. <laughs> they go back home. We get to enjoy um, our seaside uh, shore getaway here, because this is where we live uh, 360 days a year. So we're kind of into this time of year. We really appreciate it. Uh, and usually the weather stays nice for for quite a while. So I got lots of outdoor projects that are unfinished. I got to get done before it gets too cold out. So that's on my to-do list. What's on your to-do list? If we can help you with those jobs, give us a call because we are here to do just that. The number here is one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. Coming up on today's show, we're going to talk about bathroom remodels. You know, they usually provide a sixty to seventy percent return on investment as a home improvement project when it comes time to sell. But with this project, it's really important to plan your remodeling ideas ahead of time for two reasons, to keep costs in line and to keep that bathroom downtime to an absolute minimum, especially if you only have one bathroom in the house. So we're going to walk you through that project. (laughs) I'm telling you, when there was that billion-dollar lottery a month ago, I was like, all I want is another bathroom. That was on your shopping list. <laughs> add a bathroom or get a house with a bathroom. So I get it. When you've got one, you got to be, you know, frugal with your time here to get that bathroom back up and running. All right. Also ahead, as the saying goes, one man's trash is another man's treasure. But try telling that to someone who has just torn out a kitchen or a bath to make room for a new remodel. That's the stuff nobody seems to want. So we're going to share ways that are, you know, the least expensive way for you to get rid of all that old you know, things from the kitchen and bath to make room for all the new shiny stuff you really want. And are you ready to take on a big paint project this fall, like a deck, a fence, or even the exterior of your house? Well, as tough as that size job sounds, it's actually become a lot easier to do thanks to the new high-efficiency airless paint sprayers that are on the market. We're going to tell you how they work and help you cut painting time by a third. But first, the Money Pit is about helping you create your best home ever. So whether you live in a house or an apartment, you're dealing with a repair, or maybe you're dreaming about a renovation, we're going to help you tackle your to-dos with confidence and have a little fun along the way. And this will be fun. How would you like to win a $500 gift card to Lowe's, courtesy of our friends at Trex? That's our giveaway today. Trex has just launched the new Trex Transcend Deck Kit at Lowe's. And Trex has also given us a $500 gift card to Lowe's to help you get started with that project. So if you want to win it, 
you got to call us with your home improvement question, or you could also post it at moneypit.com, and we will draw one winner out of those that reach us for today's show. The number here is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. So let's get to it. Leslie, who's first? All right, we've got Ashley from Georgia, who's a new homeowner, taking on some projects. What can we help you with? So we just bought our first house. and Congratulations. Thank you. Um, It was built in 1970, so there are three rooms that have wood paneling. Um, One isn't an issue, but um, one of the other ones doesn't really have very good ventilation, um, and it's um, meant to be a laundry room, so moisture and ventilation are kind of an issue. And then the other one, the wood paneling, wasn't installed um, particularly well, so... Um, there's some gaps and some water damage and things like that. So we're thinking of replacing it, but we aren't sure exactly the best way to go about it and what the cost would generally be. But also I'm concerned with if there's anything we need to do to prep behind where the drywall would go um, to prevent moisture and bugs and um, other issues down the line. Okay. So let's talk about that laundry room first. Uh, paneling in general, you know, is a sort of a thing of the past. Now, there's two ways that paneling was typically installed. Uh, in both cases, it was nailed, but in, 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 in one of those operations, they would glue it as well. And if you glued it, then it becomes a lot harder to tear it out and replace it. Well, I mean, and today, most people aren't even replacing it, of course, they're just trying to restore the drywall that's behind it. You mentioned that other room that's got uh, paneling that's got gaps and stuff. Is there any place where you could sort of loosen up that paneling and try to pull it off the wall a little bit? Does it seem to come right off, or do you think it's glued to the wall? Yeah, there are a couple spots in both rooms that you can kind of peel it up. Um, It may be nailed, but possibly with just too far in between. Okay, because if you take the paneling off, you may find that the glue pulls the paper off the drywall. If it's really bad then you either have to replace the drywall or you can spackle over those sort of torn areas if it's not too terribly bad. Uh, and then sort of start, start again from there. But I think job number one is getting rid of that. You know, if you have paneling that's really well adhered and it's not really causing any issues, you could paint it. You know, Leslie, we used to give a lot of advice on, on painting paneling. One thing you can't do, which people think you can, is to fill in the grooves with spackle, right, folks? It's never Ask us that <laughs> as well. It never, never works that well. Yeah, so just one clarification. Um, there's actually not drywall behind the paneling. So it's oh. just great insulation and, and joists and, and, really? and dirt and debris. So wow. that's why I kind of want to clean oh. it up because I'm just worried about moisture yeah. getting trapped back there when we do drywall it. Mm. That's unusual. Typically, paneling is on top of a wallboard. Okay, well, in that case, yeah, you got to take it down. Once you expose those walls, you're going to have 1970s insulation in there. I'd probably pull the insulation out since it's right there and it's easy to do. You want to put some new insulation in there. The easiest thing to do would be to pick up some pink fiberglass insulation uh, from Lowe's or Home Depot. There's a new product out by Owens Corning called Pink Next Gen. Uh, it's not itchy. It's really soft and cottony and easy to handle and stays nicely in between the, the, the studs of the walls. So you'll re-insulate that. And then you'll put new drywall on. You're going to want to use half-inch drywall. You lay the sheets horizontally. Uh, and then you have to tape and spackle the seams. So, you know, kind of advanced DIY here, not not too difficult, but it's going to take you uh, some time to kind of master <laughs> master the job. Uh, in terms of insects and moisture, look, that's just general pest control. If you live in a warmer climate, you typically have more insects than you do in the, in the, in the northern climate. 
And you, I would imagine you'd probably just get a service contract with a pest management professional who might visit you once a month or so to keep those bugs kind of under check by applying the appropriate uh, insecticides. Um, if you mentioned the laundry room and the moisture issues, if you really want to do something that's moisture resistant, uh, there are types of drywall panels that are basically waterproof and moldproof oh, okay. that you could use. Those are available as well. Very, very heavy compared to the regular drywall and more expensive, but you know, it's a long-term investment. So that's an option for you too. Okay, cool. Thank you. Well, you're very welcome. Good luck with the project and reach out to us anytime you have a question. All right. Perfect. Thanks so much. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. All right, heading up northeast to Kennebunkport, Maine. We've got Mike who's looking to do a deck over project. Tell us about it. I want to do my deck over in Trex, and I want to know if I could just pick up my old decking and put down the Trex on my old frame. Yeah, Mike, you absolutely can do that. In fact, I am doing that very project myself. Now, I'll tell you what happened to me. Um, I had an old wood deck. And I looked at the floor structure, I looked at the joists, and I kind of climbed under there, and they looked like they were pretty good. But once I pulled the decking boards off, I found that there was decay kind of running around where the nails were, and I opted to replace most of the floor joists as a result. I was able to use the ledger and the box beam uh, at the perimeter, but I put new floor joists in. So sometimes when you get those old decks apart, you're going to be surprised. So just be prepared for that. But if the framing is in good shape, you pull the decking off, you could basically install the Trex decking right on top of that as long as it is uh, no uh, no wider than 16 inches on center. Uh, and in my case, I used the Transcend decking. I was able to put it down on the new joist that I put down, which sort of mixed in with parts of the old frame that weren't rotted. Uh, and it really came out absolutely beautiful. And I used the hidden fasteners, which I liked because I didn't have to face nail or face screw, I should say, any of that stuff. And they maintain a quarter-inch gap between the boards, which is which is important for drainage. So that is definitely an option. Uh, take a look at the Trex deck kits that are available at Lowe's. I'm using the Island Mist color, which is uh, kind of like driftwood, which is beautiful. So give it a shot. I think you're going to enjoy it. Hey, we've got a great giveaway today, courtesy of Trex, who just launched the new Trex Transcend Deck Kit at Lowe's. I just completed uh, building my own Trex Transcend Deck Kit, and I am pretty darn impressed with this product. It's absolutely beautiful. And Trex has given us a $500 gift card to Lowe's to help you get started with that project. It's going to go out to one very, very lucky 
caller or listener to the show who reaches out to us with their home improvement question. Now, the Trex Transcend Deck Kit includes all the materials needed to build a 12 by 16 foot deck with Trex top of the line Transcend Decking, Trex Fascia, and Trex Hideaway Hidden Fasteners. With one click on Lowe's.com, you can purchase all the Trex products you need. You can have it ready for pickup at your convenience, or it can be shipped directly to your project site. And it's all available exclusively at Lowe's and Lowe's.com. That $500 Lowe's gift card is going out to one very lucky listener who reaches out to us with their home improvement question. And yes, you got to have a home improvement question to qualify. You can't just say, I really, really, really want it. Yeah, we know. We all really want this decking kit. It's amazing. Thanks, Trex. But you got to call us with a question for your chance to win. So do so at 888-MONEYPIT. Or head to moneypit.com and click on the blue microphone button to record your question. Heading out to New Hampshire, we've got Debbie on the line who's looking for some help in learning about a product called RoofMax for her roof. What's going on? I'm trying to find out about a company called RoofMax, R-O-O-F-M-A-X-X. They are saying uh, they have a spray to help seal up your tiles, your roof, five-year warranty. Cheaper, of course, than putting on a new roof. Five years would at least help me raise the money for a new roof. So I'd like to see if they are legit and how that works. Yeah, it definitely can save you money because the application on RoofMax is a lot less expensive than replacing your roof. But what that is, is basically it's a rejuvenation treatment. They apply it to the roof and... It's like a mask. Well, it's an oil, right, that soaks in. Yeah, it's like a hair mask. You put the oil in your hair and it makes your hair all smooth and luxurious and healthy again. I don't use a hair mask, so I didn't know about that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's basically the premise of it. When your hair gets dried out, you put an oil base or some sort of mask on and it rejuvenates. And that's kind of what RoofMax does for your roofing shingles. Yeah, these guys have been at it a long time. They came from the roofing industry. They knew that there were millions and millions of tons of asphalt shingles being dropped in the landfills and that... If the shingle itself could be rejuvenated, if it could be sort of moistened uh, in a way that they could get some additional years out of it. So they developed a product that does just that. Now, full disclosure, RoofMax is a sponsor of the show, and that is, frankly, the reason we know so much about it, because we've looked at the company, we've looked at the research, uh, and they've got a good reputation. Now, it doesn't work for all roofs. You have to have the RoofMax dealer come to your home and look at it and see if it's within uh, the range where RoofMax treatment will work. But when it does work and if it is qualified, you know, you can get at least five years out of this. And in your case, as you said, I'll give you some more time to save up for roof replacing. Because, Leslie, I don't think that that's anything that people do. They kind of wait for the <laughs> the big event. Oh, for sure. And they all of a sudden got to find the money. Well, I also don't think people realize that this roof rejuvenation from RoofMax was even an option. You know, so it's so great to learn that there is something that you can do. If the shingles are in the right state, they can be rejuvenated, and you can extend the life of that roof, which is fantastic and a huge cash saver. So we're fans. Good luck with the project. Let us know how you make out. Well, bathroom rentals are one of the most popular and best home projects, but when you hire a remodeling contractor for a bathroom reno, it's really important to ask the right questions and set realistic expectations and get accurate cost estimates. So first, let's talk about the questions to ask. Now, a bath remodel usually involves several different trades, including construction, plumbing, and electrical pros. So talk to your contractor at the start of the project about, first, if they have any previous work references that demonstrate their skill, 
how they bid the project. Are they going to bid it by the hour, square foot, or as a total? Any additional fees that could get tacked on, like what happens if they find mold inside a wall? And how they deal with mistakes, damages, and repairs, and if they offer an expressed warranty or guarantee. All really important questions. All right, next, here's what you need to look for in a bathroom remodeling quote and scheduling agreement. You want to make sure it includes a written schedule, that it has an itemized list of all materials, labor, permits, and any other costs that might pop up, and a list of all the construction tasks they're going to perform and prices for each. You also want to have deadlines assigned for each task, and then get to an agreement here on penalties, you know, what happens if those deadlines aren't met in a certain time frame. This kind of keeps everybody on point. It keeps you paying when things are completed, and it keeps them actually completing stuff. Now, a good agreement helps prevent all of those disputes that kind of pop up along the way, and it also gives you clear expectations about how long that project really should take to complete. So again, it's all about keeping everybody in check here on both sides. Yeah, and one final point. If there are going to be any changes along the way, they must be made in writing. So if you decide that you don't like the tile or you don't like a fixture or anything else changes, make sure that you do a change order, which is simply an agreement with the contractor that says, I agreed to pay X, and now I'm paying Y. Y could be more or less than X. Depends on what the difference in price is between what you now want and what was originally part of the agreement. But get that change in writing, because otherwise you have these surprises that happen at the end, and that can really cause a lot of stress on your wallet as well as the relationship. So plan it carefully up front. Get all the details in writing. If there are any changes, make sure you get those in writing as well. All right, now we've got Tom on the line who needs some help finding caulk to match the windows. Tell us about it. Hi. Uh, I have a question about a cement stamp patio that we have on the back. It's got a pretty big crack in it, and I wanted to find the best way to go ahead and either fill that. I didn't know if you use, like, a special kind of caulk or if you got to get that is somehow able to be stained and made the same color and trowel it in. Well, it's nice that you have a stamped concrete patio, but unfortunately, I don't believe you'll be able to find anything beyond the basic caulk colors. You should uh, seal the crack because if you don't, water gets in there, it freezes, it expands, it disturbs the dirt under the patio and cause more cracking. So you do need to get that sealed in there. Um, but I don't think you'll be able to find one that matches it exactly. There is a product called Exact Color, which will allow you to tint caulk by mixing it with paint, but I'm pretty sure it's only available as a latex, which is not as optimal for an outdoor application as the silicone would be. There are concrete products that you can mix with dyes to get a color, but the problem is that you shouldn't really be patching those things with concrete because it's just going to fall out. It's not designed to actually uh, stick. There is a product called Recap made by Quickrete. It may be possible to stain that to match it, uh, and that is a different configuration, so it's designed to basically adhere very well to old concrete. But I think I would focus um, on just using a clear caulk. I just don't think it's going to be practical for you to be able to mix one or find one that's just exactly the right color unless it happens to be, you know, almond <laughs> or white or gray or all the sort of standard colors. So good luck with that project. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. 
And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IAPMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U dot com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. MONEYPIT. All right, now we're going to talk to Cindy, who's got a question about a mysterious toilet ring. What's going on? We've got a strange thing that I clean the bathrooms and clean the toilets and... Within about three days of cleaning the toilets, both toilets in the house come up with a residue around the water ring, and it looks like dirt. I've never had dirt come up to a water ring in my toilets before. I'm wondering if you might have an idea of what the source is of this. Hmm. Now, Cindy, I've never heard of dirt. I mean, I've heard of getting a ring because the water is sitting there. Perhaps it's not a toilet that's used very often. But if you do have a toilet that just needs constant cleaning, and I sort of went this route because I have boy children who are gross in the bathroom, <laughs> um, I got a Vormax Plus. This is American Standard. Um, Vormax Plus toilet, and it sort of has a built-in cartridge that you put in, and it's got like a Lysol-based cleaner. So it freshens the toilet, but also sends out this kind of oxygenated foam every time you flush, and it kind of scrubs the toilet on its own that gives you a leg up on cleaning everything and that may do the trick i mean otherwise tom could it be something that's decaying in the tank maybe something with like the ball valve or something i mean i guess it's possible but i think the vormax is a good idea that's kind of a self-cleaning toilet and um, i think in this case that'll make it go away i don't know if you've ever used another type of commercial bowl cleaner but um you could try that as well if you don't want to change the toilet out, but I like the fact that with Vormax, you basically it's dumped into the bowl every time you flush. Of course, the downside of that is you have to keep, you know, ordering them and replacing them. But um, I think that's a great option. I mean, I do get the packs of the insert cartridges like a, a six pack online, so it's like I've always got them sticking around. Well, as the saying goes, one man's trash is another man's treasure. But seriously, try telling that to somebody who's remodeling a kitchen or bath and has all those cabinets and plumbing fixtures and things that are just kind of old and yucky. And they're like, please, please take it. But nobody seems to want to. Well, before you can add to the new, you got to get rid of the old. And that can be an expensive part of the reno process. But there are some ways to save money and do the right thing for the environment by selling or donating some junk for reuse and responsibly recycling what you can. Well, let's talk about appliances first. They certainly take up a lot of space in a dumpster. But are there alternatives here? Well, one person's obsolete appliance might be someone else's vintage antique. So you might be able to make some money by selling your appliances to an antique dealer or a restorer. 
Now, if your appliance is of the non-functional variety, you can try selling your appliance for scrap. Now, metal salvagers will usually pay around 10 cents a pound for appliances and will sometimes even arrange for pickup of it. Now, if you're looking for one, check your local Yellow Pages, Google it up, get online, whatever you need, and you can find salvagers in your area. Now, here's one of my favorite things to recycle, and that's wood. If you've got unused tongue and groove flooring, you could try taking it to a dealer or to a charity resale store like Restore. Wood waste dealers may also be able to take lumber scraps off your hands. And if you're going to throw the wood out, make sure it doesn't include woodwork containing lead paint. This is a risk for materials that were painted before 1978. Now, what about gypsum and all that other construction debris? If you've got asphalt shingles, those can often be recycled. So check out shinglerecycling.org for some more information. And you can sometimes get rid of mixed debris for a nominal fee by taking it to a center where recyclable wood, metals, concrete, and gypsum, everything gets sorted and then it's sold. If you want some more information about that, check out cdrecycling.org. And if you just can't find someone to take the junk off your hands and recycling is not a real feasible option, what are your alternatives? Well, make sure you check with your sanitation department to find out what your local regulations are. Because, I mean, in my part of the country, we've got some options here. We've got a yard, a recycling yard that we can take things to, and we have also pickups. Now, they don't happen very often. In fact, I got a metal pickup on my calendar now, like three months from now, because it only happens like four times a year. So if you keep an eye on those things, you may find that your local municipality could take some of this for you. All right, Vito in California, how can we help you today at the Money Pit? I have a four by eight bathroom that I'm trying to put this uh, used flooring on, and it's a plywood floor, raised floor to begin with, and uh, I don't know what to use. There's no more sticking on this used plank that I've got. So do you put plastic underneath, or what do you put underneath? So it sounds like Vito is trying to use like an upcycled product here, old flooring that he wants to put down in his bathroom, but he can't, uh, it's not going to stick. So I think what you have to do here is use a floor adhesive. There are various types of floor adhesive products. There are floor adhesives for wood. There are floor adhesives for tile. And I think what you're going to need to do here is to clean the subfloor very, very well, as much as possible, and then apply the new flooring with an adhesive. Now, one thing that's really important about floor adhesive, and that is the trowel. It's a grooved trowel. It has like notches in it or sort of like little triangles cut out of it so that when you push, when you put the adhesive down, it sort of stands up a little bit and that helps it adhere better to the flooring product. Just do keep in mind though, that uh, it's very difficult to remove these products once they set. So make sure you're, make sure you're sure that this is the way that you want to go because, you know, there are so many new floors that are out there today that are for bat that are rated for bathrooms that are 100 percent uh, waterproof there are a lot of good choices and a lot of inexpensive choices but if you found a floor that you love and you just need to adhere it then flooring cement is going to be your friend in this case so do you have a big paint project in mind like painting the exterior of your house or maybe the deck or doing the fence well, as challenging as those size jobs sound, it's actually much easier to accomplish thanks to a new high-efficiency Wagner airless sprayer. Now, these sprayers are perfect for DIYers who are just learning about airless spraying. You can take on big projects yourself instead of hiring a contractor, and that's going to save you some money. Now, Tom, you've had the chance to work with the Control Pro 170. How'd that go for you? What did you tackle? Well, I did a fence. I had to paint a pretty big board-on-board fence, 
And if I used a brush or a roller, it would have taken me forever, especially when you think about all the nooks and the crannies, like in between the fence panels. So spraying was definitely the best option. And what I liked about the Wagner Control Pro airless sprayer is that it produces 55% less overspray than the typical airless sprayers. And so you don't going to waste paint because paint's expensive. You also get a sort of softer output and you get better control than a typical paint sprayer. And the finish looks great. And I think all in, it goes on about three times faster than a roller. So big projects get done pretty quickly. They're also very ideal for DIYers that are just getting into airless spraying because they're easy to use and they give you a high quality pro finish that you can definitely be proud of. Now, the Control Pro sprayers come in several different models, but I chose the Control Pro 170 because it pulls paint or stain directly from either a one-gallon can or, in my case, a five-gallon bucket, which I love because I had a big project and didn't want to have to keep changing out the paint supply. I just sort of carted it right around with me, and it was really easy to get it done. and have to keep stopping and restocking all the time. Hey, if you want to find the right sprayer for your project needs, go to wagnerspraytech.com. That's wagnerspraytech.com. All right, now we've got Bowen on the line who's dealing with some extra dirt under the house. This is strange. What's going on? I am about a foot too much dirt under my house, 1,400 square feet, so about 1,400 cubic feet of dirt that I need to pull out from under my house, and it is very difficult through the small cross space. So I'm trying to figure out the best way to do that without breaking my back. Wow, that is a really weird question. So I, I am curious as to why you need to remove all of that dirt. Uh, One thing that comes to mind is, you know, foundations, uh, you would like to think that the footing for your foundation was three feet below ground, but I'm concerned that if you take out a foot of soil from that crawl space, you may expose part of that footing, and you can't go deeper than the footing. So the first question is, where is the footing? Because you can't go deeper than that. Secondly, you know, you mentioned there was a very small opening. That's the first thing I would work on. I would enlarge the opening so that I had a comfortable place to work. And I think if it was me, Leslie, and I had to do this project, and I don't know why you feel you have to, but assuming that you do, uh, what I would do is I would trench down the middle of the uh, crawl space from, from basically from end to end. So this way I'm working you know, to the front wall and to the back wall from sort of a center trench, and that would make it a little bit easier. But, boy, you know what? I, I, it comes to mind, Leslie, this is going to be, um, you know, like when some of those old those old Army movies where they were trying to dig a tunnel and they kept putting the dirt, you know, in the legs of their pants and walking around and dropping it all over the, <laughs> all over the field. And, like, shaking it out as they walked around. Shaking it out, yeah. I mean, you're going to... You're gonna have all. You're gonna have a quite quite a conveyor belt there, getting that dirt out. It's gonna be like a bucket brigade um, to take it out. There is no easy way to do this. You want to do it without breaking your back? I don't have that solution for you. You can't get equipment down there. This is all got to be done by hand, uh, and it is not going to be easy. So I hope you have a really good reason for for doing this. I would definitely be curious to learn more. So reach back out to us, and we can take it from there. Andy wrote in and he says, I have clay-colored aluminum-wrapped window frames and I can't find matching silicone sealant. In the past, I've used caulking, but they all seem to shrink and crack in a matter of a couple of years. Can you recommend a solution? Yeah, there actually is a very unique product for this very purpose, and it's called Exact Color. It's tintable caulk. It mixes with paint, 
And the brilliant thing here is that you can, if you can buy paint to match those windows, you can make caulk to match those windows. Now, I don't know if you can make silicone caulk. I suspect that this is going to only be latex caulk. So you are giving up a little bit of longevity. Uh, and of course, your other option is to always use a, a clear caulk and have the color come through. But if you want to have caulk that matches it perfectly, check out exact color tintable caulk. You choose the paint. You mix it in with the product. It's made by Sashco, S-A-S-H-C-O. So you can check it out at sashco.com. You'll find the product on their website as well. All right. Now we've got one from Willie who wrote in saying, I have a 12 by 40 foot concrete slab in the front of my porch, and I'd like to put down some decorative flagstone for a walkway. He wants to know, should I put down a layer of sand to lay the flagstone upon, or could the flagstone be laid on the bare concrete? Wow. That's a lot of flagstone. And I, my fear here, Leslie, is if you put the flagstone on the concrete, it's not going to stay, right? Even if you were to glue it down, you're going to be constantly facing a lot of movement in that flagstone. Yeah, things are going to slide around. They're going to slide around, and if you put mortar in between, it's going to chip out. So I don't think that's a good option. Uh, I would give you two other options for this. First of all, if the patio is in decent shape, uh, there are a lot of cool concrete finishes you can put on now. Uh, you have finishes like those that are made by Dice Coating, like Terrazzo, for example, that are absolutely beautiful. Or there's a paver brick designed specifically for this project, and it's made by Pavestone, and it's called a Milano paver, M-I-L-A-N-O. And this paver brick is half the thickness of a normal brick, but it's designed specifically to add a layer on top of a concrete slab that doesn't look so hot. And the way it works is... You put the perimeter around first, and you adhere it to the slab with an adhesive. And then all the rest of the bricks are, like, locked in place by that perimeter brick. And once you're done, you fill it in with sand like a regular paver job. And what you see from the top side looks like a full-thickness paver, and it's going to last, like, indefinitely, especially being on concrete. It's not going to shift. You're not going to get weeds that grow up through it and so on. I I think it's an ingenious invention, uh, and it really looks spectacular. Yeah, I mean, pavers really are fantastic. And the way that they're made to keep the color for ages and ages, and even if they get, like, dinged up a little bit, they still look fantastic. And I think the price point's pretty great. I mean, I've only used them for borders around my new drive, but they really made it stand out. You know, the other thing that's cool is that if you spill something on it, you can actually pull out stained pavers. Maybe you spill oil on it or, you know, from an oil leak in a car, or you spill some paint on it, whatever, uh, and then just replace them. So it's really easy to maintain them over time. Yeah, and you can also get super creative with how you lay out the pavers. I mean, you can get them in uniform sizing, or you can get them in a couple of different sizes. But either way, even if they're uniform size, you can lay them out in a variety of ways to create something really interesting. And I think that's great because it can help you save some bucks and have something fantastically gorgeous. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. Thanks for spending this part of your weekend with us or your weekday with us, depending on when you're hearing us. Hey, we hope we've given you some ideas on how to tackle projects around your house. If you need some uh, help, some tips to avoid the perspiration for your inspiration of a project, remember you can reach out to us 24-7 at 888-MONEYPIT or by logging on to moneypit.com. But for now, that's all the time we have. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Hey,